Hello, and welcome to another episode of Warped After Dark, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we provide unasked for audio commentaries to Star Trek episodes. My name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. But if you were going to maroon five people <laughs> on any planet, I could pick five people off the top of my head and have a much better Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, who would you pick, Philippe? <laughs> I would pick uh, Maroon 5. Anyway, uh, Philippe. Are there five of them? And special guest star. Aaron. Are, there, Aaron. are there five people in Maroon 5? I would hope Nobody so. knows. You know how like Ben Folds 5 was three dudes? Right. Uh. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't like it when you make a name and then... That, that's like, why he had to continue as a solo act. Ironically, like, you don't have five people he, in the name. In he didn't band. like who he was when he named that. I know. Band. Why couldn't it be Than Thinks Three? You know, or something else. Come up with something. And we are watching season two, episode <laughs> eighteen of the original series of Star Trek. It's called the Immunity Syndrome. How much time is on the clock today, Sean? We got fifty minutes and twenty-eight seconds. So please get yourself a beverage, and we will start the episode in three, two, one. Press play, Sean. There also weren't 65 people in Eiffel 65, just so you guys know. Well, that's okay, though. I don't. That doesn't bother me How many? Much. What about the Jackson 5? Eiffel 65 was blue. Right? Yeah. Bones is wearing blue. His, his smock is shiny today. Yeah. Well, he's got the... Yeah. He's got the short sleever on today. That's um, his Speaking of blue, smock. who's looking at the through some blue stuff? Um, that's there he is. He's watching porn again. Got, I know. He's working blue. And his there. eyebrows look. His more... eyebrows look particularly fake today. So, yeah. I, am I the only one who who watches the Orville? <laughs> oh, killer oh, boner, no. man! Oh, oh no! He's detected a disturbance in the force. <laughs> yes. To yes. to mix the streams of my pop culture. So. He, uh, he no, does this, have a very. This totally was a force. This That's is exactly, an it's exactly what it has. Yeah. Exactly what it is. He yeah. senses the death of yeah. four hundred Vulcans on Starbase Six. By the way, there weren't six of them. I don't know. That's just the throne. Yeah, George Lucas, take note. Yeah, obviously he did. Yeah, you might. He must have seen this episode and been like, mm, okay. "I'm going to crib that exactly." Oh, well, we have a visitors at the Gee. door. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a python. I've only seen. Uh, hey, just a I've only seen three episodes of the Orville. To answer your question, uh, they had an episode about uh, uh, porn addiction. Oh, the other day. Um. I find that show very interesting because whenever they do stories about super relationshipy stuff, yeah, it always involves the male male couple. Oh, okay. On the ship, he's kind of kind of the wharf like character. Well, that- yeah, the Bordis. He's the the planet is all male, so it's not like it's uh, you know they the clearly they only have male male relationships in his right. species, but um. They anytime they do the real, it's him and his husband who have sort of the relationship issues. Hmm. Oh yeah, I just remember from the second episode that he lays an egg or something. Right? Yes, well that's the 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 the, the transgender one. Yeah, so and the baby is a girl. Yeah, so the way and I remembered it, I thought they were all female because he laid an egg, but no, they're all male. They're all males, and so they have to the, have an argument about the, whether or not it's well, okay. I, I just rem- I just realized you're talking about that horrible. Horrible show. You 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 say that, and <laughs> you're you're that. wrong to say it's horrible. You have not watched it. True. 
you can't have an opinion about it. Uh, there's where, there's where I we like disagree. I like that you came with it, though. I like you're like that horrible. Oh wait, are we doing this? Oh wait, let me. Oh, we got the, the opening separate, credits. Forgot the intro was coming. I thought it was you were talking about happened. a different TV show. I gave your transition into the opening credits a six point seven, Sean. Oh boy, damn. So, we are watching season two, episode eighteen, "The Immunity Syndrome." Original air date January nineteenth, nineteen sixty-eight. Uh-huh. Um, loading, buffering, buffering, buffering. Um, basically, the internet bolt. sucks around here, dude. <laughs> oh sure, blame the internet. We do. <laughs> are we sharing a mic? Well, anyways, your mic's in my lap. Dude. <laughs> Can you please remove it there. from my crotch? Yeah, get in there. I think I'll just do my... Yeah, witty, lay down. Just my, lay down and go where the mic is. <laughs> my witty uh, open mic test material well, down my, there Well, my phone's crotch. not telling me. It, this, there's something about a big energized cloud that attacks this ship. How about that? Oh, yeah. uh, hey, how original for what, this show. What would you guess the... Uh, uh, did you watch the opening of this episode, Aaron? Correct. What would you guess the... Uh, uh, rating on uh, IMDb is knowing the irrational love for energized clouds. Yeah, fan base uh, has. 7.2. Anybody else? I would say 6.8. I'll say 7.3. What was the highest bid? 7.3. I'm gonna go 7.4. 7.6. Oh, that's what I guessed Jeez. last time. I think is high personally. Jake, you seem to have a different opinion about this episode. I, I, I thought it was better than their. Goofy gangster episode on the last one we did. I fell asleep, so yeah. that should show you how it, <laughs> much enjoyment I've gained from this episode. Yeah, I, I just thought that they're well. You've killed of, so many Vulcans in your life. Four hundred doesn't even like register. Yeah, I just doesn't even give a tingle to the yeah, jingle. Yeah, and Kirk kind of has a sort of uh, like a a challenge. He's got a choice to make. He has about a moral dilemma. A, a dilemma about whether to send Bones Kirk or, or, or yeah, Spock or Bones or go into, himself. into danger. He, <laughs> he never considers sending him. No, he does. <laughs> yeah, I guess he does. But but they tell him he can't because yeah. he's too. He's he's the only one that is actually, um, you know. I think At this risk. episode. I think this episode is good because of the the Spock Bones relationship that is really good and is, there's also there, like that scene they just did that's a good that is a good little moment with the two of them like he's accusing him of being heartless and spock yeah. saying i'm the one who just had 400 of my people die maybe you're the heartless one you know it's like there's there's some good like character stuff with yeah. spock and no, no there's the moment episode. where he says like good luck but he won't say it to his face he right. waits till he leaves and that That'll happen because McCoy is so racist. He can't even say, <laughs> "I hope you survive." Get off my porn this station. Death mission. Can we go back and talk about why they were insisting that he go in the sick bay when he got the bad news? Because he had a turn when uh, he sensed his comrades dying. Had a turn. He had a. He, uh, sorry, I've been watching a lot of Downton lately. He just sort of has a sort of. He fainted. <laughs> he, he, he almost gets, faints. He gets oh, faint. I thought, that's he, fine. He shit I thought his that's pants. what you meant. But I didn't know if that was a Star Trek thing too. No. Yes. Vulcans have turns. <laughs> well, when like uh, what else have I overlooked? No, he's just like overwrought emotionally when. Okay, when I didn't know if there was more. Does he have a French that? manicure? I mean, his nails are amazing there. Sorry, I just noticed that detail. No Sulu yeah. in this one. It's called a Vulcan Shiny. Yeah, No Sulu. No Sulu in the last one either. Finally, we found Space's butthole. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, it's an energized it, cloud. Perhaps you guys. an energized yeah. cloud. You mean like the one we saw in Rajalon 6? No, not like that one. <laughs> no. You mean the one we saw in Grip X 23? No, the it's one that, different. Uh, no, no, no. This one, one just has like a yep. silhouette. Mm-hmm. This one's just a hot, hot, sexy silhouette of an energized uh-huh. cloud. Oh, we get to the energized cloud later. Oh, yeah, you're going to see it. This is not the Energized this Cloud. This is the outside. This, this is, is the hole to get to the Energized Cloud. Yeah, that's what cloud. I mean. Dude, I know what you're talking about. Don't. Jeez. I, I love it when he, like, rubs his chin like that. Like, mm. that's Kirk's thinking. His, his bloat factor is pretty high in this episode. What? His, he pooches quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Over the course of the episode. That's yeah. what I remember. Oh, dear. Hmm. I wonder what makes him pooch out. What's his what, what are his food sensitivities? Yeah. I'm guessing it's a carb thing. Yeah, I bet it's donuts. Doesn't it the seem glutens. like it could be donuts? It could be the glutens. Mm. Uh-oh, what's going on? Uh, High-pitched tone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When they send Dog the, whistles? They send the probe in and it, they get some sort of feedback. Terrible feedback. Oh, yeah. And I Terrible the, feedback. And I the customer service card was very <laughs> negative. <laughs> he, had a, he had just installed this killer sound system, too, which is so terrible. I was uh, so disappointed. They complained that the veal was cold. It was terrible feedback. Mm. And the sound really did annoy me as I listened to this. So I guess they, they, kudos to the sound guy. <laughs> sound those clearly painted on images on the wall that's supposed to be the monitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a bad angle. It's you good can in- see the light reflecting up. Like That's the good information rocks. to have when you're traveling through interstellar space is the picture of that. That mm-hmm. line? Yeah. That was know. what? Maybe a comet? Yeah. Uh, I think there's a kitten <laughs> hanging on it saying, hang in there. There's a DJ, DJing a pizza. But you have to cross your eyes to see it. Everyone's overcome. Everyone's having turns. Yeah. Yes. Well, the high-pitched tone effed everybody up. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't go... Except eat- Kirk. I had a turn after Who the last episode. Who seems fine. I know. He, he recovers quickly. <laughs> he was sharp. He rolled there. See, he's pooching pretty good there. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Man. He's got some dusty dugs. <laughs> His boobs hang low. <laughs> Sean is usually pretty he's forgiving for the male nipples. bodies, yeah. but this time... I don't like, I don't like the <laughs> yeah. dusty dugs. This has become a recurring <laughs> thing that you say. <laughs> I think we should. I think, I think we, we should put them on a shirt. I think we yeah we should sell shirts I, that are dusty know. dugs. I did look at the pod swag uh, webpage to the other day to see about how to get merch. Yeah, I want my nipples to be able to like high five my navel. That's how how close they should be. <laughs> I'm telling you, we need that pinstripe shirt that it's just box 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 box. So small. Yeah. That just looks like lines. Yeah, that would be sexy. That's a great idea. Yeah, we'll do it. Nobody can stop us. <laughs> <laughs> nor, nor would they want to. No, really. no one will even. <laughs> no one will even know we did it. No Other than the five <laughs> people in this room, How no one they? would actually ever own that. <laughs> they don't need to because we'll probably just laze out. How could they, <laughs> How could they stop something Wait. they've never heard of? Yeah. Oh. Some. Um. <laughs> On the, far, on, on the far side of the, the stage, there's a screen that just has colored bars. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, I voted blue. I think blue is winning. Yeah. I, blue think is that, winning. I think that's Scotty watching the races. Yeah, I think yeah. that's <laughs> like, uh, some race in I know, Rigel sure. 5 of in like, to Tauntaun his, racing going in on. In addition to his <laughs> hatred of women and his 
oh, alcoholism. Yeah, he's also episode. a gambler. Yeah. Blue Dabadi coming <laughs> around the last corner, two legs ahead. Yeah. <laughs> he's also got a gambling addiction. I read that he, this uh, is the last episode he shot with that tunic-like shirt. Oh, really? Yeah. We don't see that it, one again? Well, it's, it, there's another episode that airs after it, uh-huh. but this was shot last. Got it. Good riddance. I like that shirt. Me too. So we'll see it one more time, I think, and I don't remember which what episode. Tu- which shirt? Kirk's shirt. Kirk's. Oh. The, the oh. tunic he goes back thing. to wearing just regular gold Starfleet outfit after this. Nice. Wait, you're just, wait, you're Here we are, about to enter. I enter call it a half kimono. The negative <laughs> zone. <laughs> should he? Should he open it? Uh just mm. halfway. Pass. I'd like to see one nip. Oh, there's the high pitched tone. There's again. that tone again. It's like here comes the plot of the Don't story. Don't take that oh. tone with me. Do you hear it in the episode? Yes. No, it's just the words come across. It says high pitched tone. Well, I could see where they would just. It's like have a dog. Well, you can't hear it. Not it's not a dog whistle. Yeah, that they. It you is, can hear a dog whistle. It just not only can you hear it, it's very effective at being very annoying. Oh, wow. It, I'm glad I'm not hearing that. Now right they're now. in a boundless. They have the woman that guys. plays the nanny make the sound. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just friend dress you going. That is a high pitched tone. Yeah. <laughs> Alas, she wasn't. That she hadn't come into full voice yet. I will say this for this episode: it, there's a lot of Shatner acting in this. Yeah. A lot of well, why? A lot of uh-huh. sl- uh, very chewing because yeah. he's got all. He's got a. He's got a hell of a choice. He's got to make. Yeah. Well, yep. the other thing is like everyone's really tired too. Yeah, because they because they were supposed to go on R and R when this when they ran into this. Uh-huh. So yeah, been, he's like ready for just for Yeah, he looks time. tired. Yeah, though, that's Everybody part of the, like looks that's tired. part of the thing is that they're all really exhausted because they were they supposed did a to be good job on the makeup when he's they got a little some little under eye you know, like he looks when, tired. He's got some bags. When they get the assignment, he, everybody looks at him like, "Oh God, are we are we really doing this? Are we really like having to do this shit?" Because I really want to go. Like, yeah, that's that is they do yeah. actually do that. Yeah. Like, why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah. We're supposed to be on vacation, and, right and they now. clearly know that somebody's like might be dead or in trouble, but they're still like, "It's yeah. not our job. <laughs> We're on. I'm on break." Hello, listeners. We hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Warped. Someone spilled beer on the mixer, so we're going to take a quick break. In the meantime, make sure you visit us at www.patreon.com forward slash warped to find all of our episodes for free. We can also be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many other places where fine podcasts are heard. Now back to the show. Not needing the headphones. At this point, mine, I can't oh, hear anything. Mine's working again. I can't hear anything. The beer fell down. Oh, now I'm good. Now I can hear it. It's still got beer in it. That, <laughs> that's probably not helping. The Sapporo spilled onto our control deck. Or get paper towels. No, Sapporo related incident yeah. in the studio. Sure. Accidents in the we're studio. fine. It's a small puddle. It's a small puddle of Sapporo. I like okay. this episode, well, but the Sapporo spilling is probably the most exciting thing that's going to happen in this episode. We're going to think about what to do and make a good plan, and then execute later on. A uh, bunch of liquid by the small I, small technical difficulty, but we're fine. We're back, we're back, guys. Importantly, my Sapporo spilled. Priorities. This was a simulation of that time. Map. I've got more. Map. We have more <laughs> cans. It's okay. We all were like, "What do we do?" I know. I thought we talked more than I remembered us talking when he was out of the room. 
I, I just listened to that episode. Oh, we for... just shut the hell up. When you laugh, we just stop. It's talking. not as bad as you remember. Yeah, we, we talk more. It's than... not as bad, but it's not as bad. But it was that awkward silence where we're trying to like, hey, no, hey, it do did you not feel like the normal podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think it really just sort we of like, flipped. when you just hey, got up nice and left, it kind of just flipped us out. Like, I think we all well, I didn't want to say, what the hell did, why did Matt just walk out of the room? Like, would it have been better if I'd been like, I have to take a call i'll be back in a minute like i did i was trying to not interrupt no that would have been good because it would get us you know it's kind of a hilarious to talk about you in a different way we we were concerned whereas we could have like ganged up against you if you had told us what you're doing (laughs) because it's like matt might be in real trouble we're worried (laughs) whereas if we know you're okay if i was in real trouble i would have said something (laughs) i think think for me it was just like matt's not here what are we talking about yeah (laughs) Yeah. No, no, there was a point where, where, Aaron, you said, like, look at us just watching the episode. Somebody say something. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay. Yeah. Have any of you ever been caught masturbating? (laughs) (laughs) See, this is what I'm talking about. I would never bring that up, but I'm glad you did. I thought it was time to drop something from out of my notes file. Yeah, nice. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Yeah. That was a delicious non sequitur. <laughs> I mean, you guys I, were just saying I'm the one who has to bring stuff up to talk about, so here it is. The last time I masturbated was when you left the room abruptly. They <laughs> 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 were not connected. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, wow. I like there, this. I, I like love this to watch him leave. You guys, <laughs> engineering. I yeah, I like uh, it. When, weren't there like people going up and down? One yeah, time? Yep. Oh, like, sure. Up and down. This looks like a down. set for like some kind of future stomp, <sighs> where they'd be sliding down that thing and stomp, 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 stomp. Push the buttons. Beep, beep, Not to beep, change push the subject. The yeah, I noticed everybody avoided the question. Oh. Well, no, I, I, I'm trying to think actually if I've ever been caught. It's like the problem with Sean is you'd have to like actually not want to be caught, right? If you actually deliberately <laughs> do it, like... Screaming! Whoa! That person is not doing well. Yeah. No. Her cell the, rate is low. Yeah. Blood's low. Look at it. They're, they were like, kept telling him, go down lower. They're like, Screaming's like, are you sure? He's like, down low. <laughs> Screaming's like, this bitch ain't dead. I can't go very much lower, you guys. Yeah, he's like, come on, Screaming, go all the way down. On brain, anyway. Can you bring your brain down? Yeah. <laughs> Brain was really low, guys. I couldn't do that. It would just be a lie. Yeah, exactly. You're an actor, Screeny. You're an actor. Yeah. But that's got to make it feel right in the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. He does look poofy right He's there. He's pretty poochy, right? Oh, yeah. man. Right there he was. Yeah. I noticed that. So have you ever been caught masturbating, Matt? No, but I, it, the reason this Never, came up is ever? because... Not that I can think of. What about like just like a quick... You have to like, a quick put away or just like a sudden like... No. And it was just... Whoa. Uh, not that I can think of. Are you just a real... A prepper? Or you just make sure it's all, you know, it's all locked down. Or I you have do, multiple. You have stay prepper. Yeah, you have multiple I go layers down into of my bunker. Se- yeah, you have multiple layers of security. <laughs> like <laughs> you have like a bunch of cats with tin cans, room. like like filling a room, so they have to step across it. And when we look- when we were in high school, Jordan and I loved this routine that the comedian Billy Connolly used to do, where he said that if you're ever caught masturbating, what you should do is say. The first thing you should say when somebody walks in on you is, thank God you're here. (laughs) Because it throws the other person off for a second. And maybe they think they didn't see what they thought they saw because nobody who was masturbating would say that. And that's it. It, He's like, it gives you just like five seconds to like come up with a cover story for what you were really doing. (laughs) It's growing wildly out of control. Yeah. Yeah. 
Philippe. Okay. Well, uh, been... That didn't go as well as I thought it was going. Have you ever no, no, been right. caught masturbating? Uh, have I ever been caught masturbating? Well, I mean, probably. But it hasn't impacted Pro- my life. Probably. Been... That's what I've tried. It didn't stop me. <laughs> it didn't stop me. Not in a way that led to a I conversation. I feel like it's a yeezy yeah. yes or no. Like, wouldn't you would remember. But see, I think well, caught, caught means like somebody... Like... That would like the only way you can get caught is when you're like a teenager, right? Because after that, you're mostly or or before you're, well. in, if or you're, you know, if you're living with a bunch of guys. Oh, I see. Like a roommates like would catch you, yeah. or something. Or you're out on the street. Yeah, which is more likely. <laughs> right. I wasn't talking out about on the street. Like, if I'm out on the street, I'm with mad. somebody. So you know, I wasn't. I wasn't imagining that you were masturbating. You know, like in movie theaters and stuff. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm not not imagining it. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining it right now. I don't think I've ever been. Well, I'm sure I've had close calls for sure. Where uh, it's like sure. my parents would leave and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to prep myself and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And get on Light the big bed. Yep. <laughs> Keep myself right. You know, turn up the. The volume on this adult video. Bust that out I, the Jergens. Yeah, exactly. Get out the good lotion and just. Get everything laid out, and then all of a sudden I hear <laughs> the garage door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've had that. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> and it's like run. <laughs> yeah, pull out the tape, pull up the band, throw away the stuff. <sighs> yep. <laughs> put, put the dragons back. The garage door is a real warning sound yeah. when you're a kid. Yeah. You're like, if you're yeah. doing anything at all that you're not supposed to be doing, you yeah. hear the garage door. You're like, oh shit. I distinctly remember being, I think there was a close call where like somehow I didn't hear my parents come in and I was on the bed and I literally did like, I rolled over like really fast, like super fast. All So I fell over to the side of the bed. So I'd be on the other side. And when they came in and they dropped off their coats and they went out and I had to like cr- GI crawl out of that room because I was in their room doing it. Where was some- Jacob <laughs> during all of this? Just sitting there at the end of the bed watching, <laughs> like, like you're supposed, to. like always. <laughs> just keep watching. Just keep watching your cartoons. Uh, yeah. Just keep watching those cartoons. <laughs> but uh, now I got. I mean, Start. just been lucky, I guess. You know? yeah. uh-huh. That's ba- what I was Statistically, of. I must have because you know it's in the hundreds of thousands. Probably <laughs> <laughs> the odds are yeah. at some point he's, he's got. Way past the Malcolm Gladwell ten thousand hours mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's an expertise. Uh, so no, no, all nose around. I, all yeah, nose. I mean, I think I'm in the same boat as you. That I, I know of a few close calls, but I know one. I can think of one time where I was in my room and it, the lights were off, and my sister walked in, like just opened the door. Yeah, but I wasn't. Like you, she couldn't see anything because I was under the covers, yep. and I was sort of able to just sort of stop. Uh huh. Um, so, I mean, one of the many great things about masturbation is how quickly, at least for a guy anyway, you can quickly resume to like uh-huh. a fairly casual. Like, depending on how elaborate you get, I mean, it's pretty quick to go back to like. Yo, just scratching and regular, you know. Scratching and sniffing. Scratching and sniffing, you know. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing untoward. Uh, nothing untoward. Nothing out of character. So I mean, uh, our our friend once told us that uh, he masturbates four hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of time a day. And he was not joking. Like he meant it. Ah, chafing. Like, 
Yeah. Well, there is the energized cloud. That's oh. cool. Do you think that's the way it looked originally? It's supposed to look like an amoeba, right? It's supposed to look like yeah. a one-celled amoeba. But it hasn't. I, I doubt it. It looks too clear. Yeah, it's got a very, it's got a crispness to it that. Uh, no, I think it really. I'm. I wasn't joking. I think that's true. I think it's supposed to look like an amoeba. No, no you're, I'm you're just saying right. that that. Looks I was asking if it was retouched in the. Oh, know, okay. Yeah. With the. Revisions they did, though. I mean, Spock doesn't that seem helps. to care that he's masturbating on the bridge, looking at his blue porn. So I mean, <laughs> well, they're an advanced society. Yeah. Well, but that's is, a- the thing is that the Vulcan genitalia is in his thumb, yeah. so he can just sort of rub it there, and it's, <laughs> it's hard for people to know that he's. Wait, masturbating. that's why they do the neck pinching thing. And that's it. Oh, great! Yeah, it's a and- sex thing, dude. Yeah. And <laughs> any any I thought we talked about this already. That's and, what he does to to bones. That's right. <laughs> and any ejaculate that comes out it gets deposited in a special pouch at his belt line. Mm-hmm. It's I very it's very tidy. Vulcans are really into necrophilia. <laughs> they knock them out and then they mount them. Yeah. I don't know if that qualifies. None of these things are true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking them as fact though. Yeah. I'm getting confused over here. I just I don't know if he counts. Well, I guess if you're a necrophiliac, why don't you just kill him? Why go? <laughs> well, then you can't do it again. I I know, but you're not really into necrophilia if you're not kill, doing. It's corpse. something else. Yeah. yeah, that's just a different philia altogether. That's called the uh, oh, Bill no. Cosby philia. I was gonna say. I know. Oh, no. There is something. That's pro- there's probably a word for it. Yeah. What's Latin for pudding? <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> cause. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The Bill Cosby. Well, hey, maybe it's time for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. On that note, maybe it's Corrections time for Corrections Corner. Corner. Yeah. Take it away, man. Look, he literally just said that. Go Rams. <laughs> yeah, go Rams. Uh, Super Bowl champions. They just won the, the Super Bowl, everybody. Yep. <laughs> and this is Correction it, Corner for episode number 44, The Deadly Years, which is the one where they all get old. Yes. <sighs> Crotchety Shatner. That was an amazing episode in some ways. We talked about uh, the benefits and drawbacks of a onesie. Right. So we talked about how do you go to the bathroom oh, in yeah, a onesie. Yeah. So I, I looked at various onesie type. There's various uh, sort of designs for onesies online. I guess there would have to be. Um <laughs> Some of them have <laughs> some of them have a zipper at the crotch level. Okay. So that you don't have to take the whole onesie off you in just order to zip down and pull it out. Yeah. Wait, that's no. for men only. But that's for men only, right? Oh, yeah, it wouldn't be good for women, but I'm saying they do it onesies for men have a zipper so at one, the crotch area. What is onesies for women? Do they have a straw? <laughs> <laughs> Comes with a tube. <laughs> With the stadium pal, it's yeah. got like a, a funnel. Some of them have like a funnel. Some of them have the old-fashioned like buttons at the at the oh. back with the with a uh, like a bottom button. flap. Oh, bottom yeah. flap. Um, that's old school. That's though. old school. Yeah. Like you no, know, the ones I wore, you just had to zip Tom Joad style. Off. Like take a, it down like as far as John Stein. It's like a romper. Yeah. Um, we talked about <laughs> whether Donald Trump was. The result of the movie Dave. Uh, that was like, that's a theory, that's a theory I've had for a while. Yeah. So I did find an article online that somebody had written saying that Dave and movies like Dave contribute to the idea that 
the best politic the people who are the best politicians are not politicians. are the ones are who the do least not politi- politicize yeah. right. right who are who are not professional politicians I know. so it there's a whole subgenre you know mr smith goes to washington sure. like there's all kinds of movies where mm-hmm. the, the best mm-hmm. the best politician is not a politician yeah. at all mm-hmm. and doesn't do anything yeah. to seem politician yeah and it made me think of and and they mentioned in this article that like sort of actively campaigning for public office was back in ye olde times was not um it was considered like gauche or something. yeah classless like yeah. you would never campaign to win a public office which i realized is a there's a plot point about that in hamilton yes like Aaron, Aaron Burr, Burr campaigns campaign. towards the end of Hamilton. Aaron Burr's like campaigning and everyone else in the government all think he's super tacky because yeah. he's because he's I, actively campaigning I about that for part. his job. So uh, anyway, that was about how non-politicians are better politicians than actual politicians. I just think it's like a dangerous. It's complete. It's totally bogus. Yeah. It's garbage. Yeah. Um, but and the, but there are certainly lots of pop culture. But there's like a, that thing always gets reinforced. It's like all this folksy wisdom comes into play. Sure. And Dave and he's like, "How you couldn't run a business with your, your budget's balanced like this?" And then he comes in and throws some common sense, and the whole budget yeah. gets fixed. And Doesn't he bring Charles? Yeah, Grodin Charles Grodin, in yeah. his accounting, accountant. his accounting buddy. Yeah, and he's, he's like, all... figure out. And so he sits down with like an adding machine and yes. figures out yeah. the government's budget because exactly. he's got to save nine hundred million dollars from the budget to save a program. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, you know, we're just, he's like, just, it, it's ridiculous. I, and I love the movie, Dave. Yeah, by the way. I love it. It's a charming movie, yeah. but it, it does have. Glenn Klein at his best. It has yeah. dangerous messaging. <laughs> if, you, if you take it on its face yeah. for what it's actually saying. I mean, I just think of it as like a, it's kind of like, what is that, the famous, the prince and the pauper kind of. Uh-huh. Prince of Tides? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, that's what it was the, just the, like. The talk about a masturbation-a-thon, right? That's yeah. another oh, one that's that Aquaman. Boy, like. Barbara Streisand and Nick Nolte. All I have to get any hotter than all that. I to, <laughs> all I have to do, all I have to say is save something for the end. Sometimes Philippe is jerked off to save, save, and I've caught him. Yep. Save something for the end because you are gonna wanna like have a big Do not a, use up all of your Kleenex yeah, before the end. Yeah, man, because that You're is need more. It is a climax that will drain those balls. <laughs> I'm I'm mean, I'm just quoting from the the poster. And now uh, I now I want to see yeah, this movie. That was, that's, that's the full quote. <laughs> Roger Ebert says Save some for the movie will drain your balls. Streisand Roger Ebert. Your balls. I'd watch that. Uh, No, no, I want to watch it. I've never seen The Prince of Tides. I'm going to watch it now. You're in for a treat. It is a real. Get some alone time. Get some Jergens. Um, will will, it, will that make me cry? To light a candle. Will it make you cry? Yes, it'll make you cry. It is certainly an emotional. It, an, oh, you might even go so far as to say emotionally manipulative movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are the ones I cry too easiest. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's right up your alley. We actually. should watch it. <laughs> yeah. That, that going to be our bonus movie? That this, could be our bonus. <laughs> we could watch Prince, Prince of Tides. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, I hope you guys. You guys. Might did you read be, the I book? Think... Did anybody read the book that it's based on? I oh, did back oh in the day. God. Was it called Prince of Tides? Yes. Oh my God, was it? It was a big bestseller. That's why they made it into a movie. Uh, it's about like um, 
child abuse, isn't it? <laughs> sort of. Oh. Nick Nolte's character is oh, just, yeah. just a survivor it. of child Don't abuse. Don't diminish it. <laughs> it's, it's about so many things. Oh, oh, Can that eyebrow go up any higher? Jesus. It's about life. It's yeah. about love. Mm-hmm. It's about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Well, is this where Bone says good luck after he leaves? Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He won't say it to his face, but he secretly doesn't want him to die. He waits till that door is closed because yeah. Vulcans can. Those fucking Vulcans can read lips. Oh, <laughs> they have good ears. Besties. They do. They actually, actually have terrible hearing. This is what I was no. also impressed about. Like it was really. I was like, oh no, you can't. You can't put Spock in danger. He's so important. See, I fell He's asleep during this point. part, so yeah. I missed it. I think that's yeah. why. Mm-hmm. How did they decide? I can't believe I'm asking. Never mind. I take it back. What? I was going to ask a plot question, and I realized why. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk <laughs> just decides to send Spock. Yeah, he decides he's the most uh, qualified. We talked about whether or not we had ever seen Leonard Nimoy shirtless, because Deadly Years has a a Kirk shirtless scene for no reason at all. He's just shirtless in his quarters at one point in the episode. Um, so we were talking about whether or not we ever got to see Spock shirtless. Guess what, guys? Good news. Three episodes from now. Yes! Patterns of Force. Features a scene where both Kirk and Spock are shirtless together in a prison cell. Oh. Which I'm sure Yay. inspired thousands that of fanfics over the years. Let's keep there's going tonight, you guys. <laughs> Let's do we ahead. mention do we mention that this is episode fifty? Holy shit! Whoa. Warped wow. this is warped episode what? fifty, guys. That's amazing. Yeah. So Unlike this amoeba. Our golden anniversary. Wow. Congratulations, everybody. Raise a glass. Oh, episodes. I'm drinking this amazing Manhattan mix that I got at Costco. I'm, ha- I'm drinking it, too. It's really good. It's yeah. very good. Yeah. That's why this, good, this episode is twice as good as episode 25 yeah. and half as good as episode 40. <laughs> Wait. Peaks uh, and troughs. I'm Peaks and troughs. Oh, <laughs> there's a sinusoidal kind of. Uh... So something to look forward to: shirtless Nimoy in Patterns of Force. Yeah. So three weeks from today. Uh, if you love Nazis and shirtless Nimoy's, there was some question about how fast they were supposed to age in that episode. Um, Sean, you said you thought it was thirty years an hour. Yeah. Uh, so the, it's actually thirty years per day. Ah. Jake was right. Um, we talked about how. It's, Kirk seems to age slower than everybody else. Like, and and we talked about his natural twentiness. And Jake and Philippe, you guys sort of went back and forth about what stat or how you would determine his resistance to was something it like fortitude. Or was, it, was it going to be fortitude? Was it going to be willpower? So, but it seems that what you would want, based on. I mean, you guys are the experts on this, so I'm just going off what the website said. It seems like what you would want is a resistance spell. Mm-hmm. Does that sound plausible? I would help you with the check yeah. to resist. So, yeah, it's basically, like, your saving throws are based on your stats, and then things can boost your results. So, uh-huh. so for, like, a resistance, like, against anything, like, that's about sort of your physical well-being would be sort of your constitution. But mm-hmm. if there was... Something that, like, to resist, like, somebody, like, hypnotizing you or something like that or taking control of your mind, there's a willpower, usually mm-hmm. willpower that is, like, sort of in that. And that's kind of how they divide, sort of divide the realm. So you would take your will, your constitution check and roll against that. And if you had a really high constitution, which Kirk obviously does, yep. he's a specimen, an absolute unit, 
he would uh yeah he would he would have a huge plus to his role so a positively barrel like physique yeah exactly we talked about the tablet that the yeomen are always giving kirk to sign you know the thing that looks like a magnadoodle yeah mm-hmm. so it's called a magnadoodle like we weren't sure what those we could we went back and forth on what those were called oh, but, okay but philippe said magnadoodle in the episode but it gets a little lost in the mix like so I wasn't sure if everybody had heard it, but yeah. Philippe did say Magnadoodle, and that is what it's called. Actually, um, it's called a light bright. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different technology. Yeah, a light bright. Yeah, uh, that was <laughs> that wasn't until twenty start date twenty six. And uh, Joey and Chandler had a Magnadoodle on their door on Friends. Ah, and remember, it would say different things. Yes, that's where they weeks. left notes for. They each would other. leave notes for each other on the door. And I have just purchased at Costco the latest version of the Magnadoodle, which is sitting on the floor there. And uh, it's a thing you can draw on and then erase. But that's yep. not what they're doing. They have the thing where they pull up the sheet above. But it's the same thing. Yeah. It's magnetic. You know, yeah, but were those called Magnadoodles too? Yeah. They, okay. they, that was sort of a... They might not have been... They might have been called something else, but it's... Because they were the sort of cheaper knockoffs of Magnadoodles, I think. Like, So there were... Yeah, I don't know. I need further research on this one. So when you do the corrections corner for this yeah, episode, yeah, done as much as I'm going to. <laughs> I want the answer as to what those things are called because I know what you're talking about with the Magna Doodle. That's different than what they have. Oh my god! This is we how go on. correction corner. Because that one had a, You're talking about the cellophane one, right? Right. They yeah. had a piece of cellophane on top that you draw on, and yeah. then you. Do you lift know what they're talking about? I think we're too young. Yeah, I yeah, basically. Like, I think we come in at Magna Doodle. It's all magnetic flaked based. An etch a sketch. I put that in the same category. Oh, uh, let's I, see. What else do I got here? Paddington two. Paddington's a real bear, not a stuffed bear. <laughs> yes, you're the only one who thought he was a stuffed bear, bear Matt. So yeah, I know. I was just confirming. You're not correcting anybody but yourself. No, I know. That's my point. I'm correct. I'm pointing out that you guys were right, and I was he, wrong. He's he's oh, like he's egalitarian. He like corrects. All the I'm yes. I'm I correct ir- regardless of source. Yeah. Got it. Let all come and be corrected. Let all come and Good be corrected. Yeah. Let, correction Good corrected. Job. Good job. He's so honorable. Um you talked about how you liked going to the motherload the couple of times that we went to the yes, motherload yes, when, when I, I was did. living in West Hollywood. And were you I and I just couldn't remember the story. Were you the one who nobody hit on you when we had yes. my first day party? I, was, <laughs> I, I, I hate going to gay bars. Because I never get hit on. Yeah. It's very, very, you know. It's a blow to the esteem. It is. Hmm. I'm like, I, it's it hurts your feelings. Sure. And considering Sean's fr- maybe Maybe you're just so manly that I everybody looks at you and goes, that um, guy's straight. I can't imagine that's the case, but yeah. I, it, it, I, I hope that's why. And it's not this I'm so grotesque I'm, that no, there's not a man that would want to have sex uh, with me. No, I am, pause, it's I'm that. going to go against all of gaydom and say that I would I would hit on a Sean. I'm, I'm just Well, the, the, you are the best if you man were a I've gay, ever If you were a gay man, Sean would be your type. I think yeah. so, because he's... He, he's got like he's hanging Wait, a lot of know meat I from cry. those bones, and he cries. He's sensitive. He's very sensitive. I hang a lot of meat on my bones. Apparently, uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> the listening uh, audience out there. Um, jeez, I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just 
think just, uh, Philippe is seen behind the I think the mother have to get out of their like comfort zone. I remember Sean, one time Sean, going. Sean, does the reverse apply? If you were gay, would would Philippe be your type? Uh, That's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to reciprocate. No, it's just, he's a little dark for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know. I'm still trying to get Michael Jackson's chamber well, on he's eBay. He's got nice curves to him, you know. Yeah. I do like him beefy. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I I do like the, what was great. The weird, funniest thing when I went to the Motherlode. Most of the time when I would go there with you, yeah, it was just like a sports bar. Yeah, they would just have sports on yeah. the TVs, and that's until why until they turn it on to hardcore porn. And then like one day I went in there one day, and it was all porn. Yeah, and it was, but it was. Guys licking each other's armpits was like the theme of the porn, mm. uh-huh. and I was like, "Is that a thing? It's like an is that a, is that a thing in gay? It's a, you know, some people are into armpits. It's I, not I my just, thing. I, I'm not saying. I just that. I mean, I, knew, yes. I didn't figure it was like a mainstream. I just thought it was. I was like, really? Is that a thing? It is. Well, mm. there you go. Everything is a thing. The more <laughs> you know. There's Somebody. a star just went Anything by. Anything you can think of, it's a thing. <laughs> dun, dun, yeah. There's dun, a rule dun. 32 for everything. Um, boy, I have some material here on Nazis, but I'm hesitant to bring it up because <laughs> it was a little controversial last time. Wait, does the Star Trek Enterprise have brake lights? I just realized that was going on there. That's their engine. That's the glow of their engines, I think. No, the nacelles are the engines. No, the impulse engines are the orange ones. Oh, the orange ones. You're right. You're absolutely right. I forgot about impulse. Yeah. yeah. But they were so square. Like a freaking Buick Century. (laughs) 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 I mean, a Buick Century was like the best car you could get. It's like the Ah, whole thing. As an owner of a Buick Century, I disagree with that statement. <laughs> it was in 1967. Uh, Wee! Boy, that was some shabby CGI work. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Look, everybody, they did it on a PS2. They're penetrating the cell this wall. This reminds me of the time I got caught masturbating. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is the sperm's uh, hitting the egg right there. Oh my god! Look at the lazy job he does, like <laughs> acting, sort of shaking, rocking in, in the chair. Everybody else is bouncing all over the place. Yeah, he doesn't. Shatner, yeah, he's just a lava lamp over there. Some lazy acting in this. Oh, episode. did you not know Shatner is not affected by gravity the same way everybody else is? <laughs> Nor inertia. Yeah. That shirt has all his inertial dampeners built in. <laughs> so anyway, I think I'm going to skip the Nazi okay, stuff. Okay, good call. Uh, it's always good to skip Nazis. Well, yeah, I don't need to hear the words. I think you'd be a good Nazi. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are those enough. impulse engines right there above? Uh, lights. Jesus, <laughs> they're Was there everywhere. Anything else you wanted to cover besides that? Uh, no, that's it. That's the end of uh, correction quarter. Okay. Nice. Nice. Well, I'd say that was a good one. I think we can just say Nazis equals bad. Sure. (laughs) I I think we're all in agreement on that. There's Aaron with the hot takes again. Yeah. (laughs) Controversial. Taking down the Nazis a page. Oh, now we're against Nazis? Long story short, everybody would have made a good Nazi. That's the long story short of it. The uh, views expressed by Aaron do not represent the (laughs) views of Warped Studios as a whole. (laughs) Yeah, her anti-Nazi stance <laughs> yeah. is... Uh, Controversial. We, we, you know, we don't want to be so exclusive. Yeah. If, <laughs> if Nazis want to start going on the Patreon site... I'm just saying, and, you know? Okay. 
Quit <laughs> extending the corrections on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we've gone too yeah. far. Uh, Jake's gonna put pictures of my cats on the on the in Nazi and SF uniforms. Yeah, it's awkward. They both have those Hitler mustaches. I think I think the little uh, animation you had me and uh, Matt make. You should have the kittens doing the the little Sig Heil symbol in the background with the paw. Oh wow, that turned that took a dark turn. (laughs) Yes, I I will put regular cat photos on. I think you need to put like a disclaimer that we actually are against Nazis somewhere now. (laughs) I didn't think we needed it before but i think that just in case from now on on every disclaimer that you put with this and, and again we need that we're again. not a fans of not everybody everybody knows that <laughs> i it, it, it didn't need to be said sometimes our sarcasm doesn't come across in all forms of media i think matt i don't it just, I it just helps be extra clear well <laughs> fine yeah <laughs> It's because occasionally we say positive things about Nazis, I think. And Nobody has said anything positive about Nazis. Okay. Not one I just person. wanted to make sure because I don't know. I don't I don't listen to this, so you know. Not even while it's happening. Okay. Well I <laughs> while it's happening I do. Sometimes. There's moments. Be careful or Gene Roddenberry's gonna be called. <laughs> no, no. Gene Roddenberry. He's on a different uh Astral plane right now. See, my heart was going out to Spock right now. He's out there in the shuttlecraft all alone. Yeah, he's all by himself. You know, and he's recording what he's leaving behind to everybody. Like he's gonna die, right? Yep. Yeah. Because no, this is a suicide mission. At this point in time, he pretty much feels he's gonna die. That there's no way for him to survive this. And now Kirk is kind of doing the same thing. Like we're probably not gonna make it out of here. So he's doing the. He's giving commendations to all of the his uh, senior staff. But nobody's gonna read it, including the the helmsman who is just in this episode. Oh, K- good, Kyle. They uh, throw it. Chekhov, Ohura. Oh, and Kyle. <laughs> oh yeah, Kyle. Um, Since we have to treat Irish people fairly, they're trying to make up for past past wrongs. wrongs. Yeah, Kyle is a very Irish name. I, uh, he has an accent when he has he yeah, has he a does. speaking line and he has an accent. No, he does. He's meant to be. Something. Of course, it's like he's Australian. Is, oh, is he? Is he Australian? I think it. Yeah, I think so. I think he's. That sounds very like an Australian. No, it could be, Mister Kyle. Oh, that's his last name. Yeah, <laughs> his first name. <laughs> his is name Kyle. is also Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. <laughs> it's Kyle. Kyle. His name is Kyle. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many Kyle squared is that? <laughs> <laughs> his middle name is Kyle Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have made a good Nazi. Kyle Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Did you guys read Stephen King when you were younger? Were you, did you guys anybody go through a Stephen? Now King I'd be phase? embarrassed to, because of the way you phrase I, that. I'd be afraid. I did. I did in, but, in college. Yeah, I did me, in college. Yeah, me, I, me, I read them now. Well, I the reason I mention this is because they're making a new Pet Cemetery movie, right? right? I saw the trailer for the new Pet Cemetery movie, and and I re- remembered reading that book in like high school, but hadn't read it since. Yeah. So, but the the trailer made me think, oh, that looks good. I should go back and I should read that book again. So I did. I I read it again just a yeah. couple weeks ago. Um, it's not great. No. Like, yeah. My my take on Stephen King is that he has he tells really great, cool stories, but he is a terrible writer. Yeah. Like his prose is not. No, it's very not good. No. And I think when you're 15 and you're 
and you're obsessed with Stephen King was it as is. I was yeah, and Jordan it's, was. It's because the it's stories just fucking cool. the stories are cool. Yeah. So you're just burning through them for plot, and you're not sitting there going. Boy, that is some terrible dialogue. Yeah, like, that no is no human a... being in the world has ever talked ah, like that. Yes, <laughs> nothing w- exemplifies that. M- well, there's I forget what it's called, like the dragon in the the eyes of the, eyes dra- of the dragon. Oh, That's that... my favorite Stephen King book of all it's of all of them. So it's so terrible if you actually read it as like an older, like a person who's like looking at the actual like uh-huh. how it's actual, written. Yeah, uh, the mechanics. I read it, it in like. A few hours. It was. I devoured it. So yeah. first of all, that's that's the the caveat. I will say is that I love all Stephen King stories. Like I devour them. Uh, but when I actually look at, I mean, the stand is the the writing in the stand is so like the dialogue is so terrible when you actually like read it or have it read a al- or see it acted out. Mm-hmm. Like it's terrible. But mm-hmm. the story is so grand and like you know, monumental yeah, and mysterious it's and it's a page turner like crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I love his, I love his stories. I'm Me too. And I, I completely agree a hundred percent with everything you just said. And I think eyes of the dragon would make an amazing movie. And I'm kind of amazed that nobody's ever, what's right. I've never it. read that one. What it's like it? fantasy. It's like game of Thrones. Oh, okay. It's like set in a fantasy land. Yeah. And it's about, you know, a boy who's supposed to be the King and an evil wizard. Yeah. And you know, it's a great story, yep. um, and it would make a terrific like fantasy movie. And it kind of blows me away that no one's ever done it. Um, well, part of it is but like, Pet Cemetery has these moments where the old guy, you know, the neighbor across the street who warns him about sometimes dead is better. That guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he has these long monologues where he'll t- talk about like the history of the Pet Cemetery or whatever, and he'll he says things like. Well, that reminds me, old Bill Johnson, back in nineteen dickety three, it yeah. was, and I remember it well because it was the whole, the hardest winter we had up here since nineteen sixty two, and like no human being monologues the way people monologue <laughs> in Stephen King stories, yeah. and it just it's it really stuck out as badly written to me this when, time. If you read a lot of Stephen King, you see a lot of the same... He uses ti- the same patterns over and yeah. over and over again. And the same kinds of characters over and over. And I guess maybe that's just part of life is characters are... Sure. You know, people are certain ways, but he uses very similar like, oh, here's an old wise... You right. know, I mean, to use like literally Negro kind of... <laughs> sure, like in The Shining. Yeah, and, yeah. They, I mean, he uses like... This, and this person has all this wisdom and, you know what I mean? But he uses the same tropes over mm. and over and it's uh-huh. very like... But I still love... <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I actually really loved It when I first read it. Yeah, me I, too. And I really... I know the stand and yeah, all of those big blockbustery ones from the eighties are yeah. all great. And I remember re- there that there's that thing we were just talking oh, about. Yeah. Okay, watch, but watch this. So he said something about I'm I'm looking forward to getting some R and R. And watch the way look it's her. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna fuck that girl. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <You> guys, <laughs> they're all like, Yes, you, you guys are. know what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah. I'm ready for some relaxation. Scotty's like, I'm gonna try and murder her. <laughs> After you're done with her, Captain, yeah. can I murder her? You do you, Scotty. <laughs> you, do you, Scotty. Do, you do you. You do you. Um, but anyway, so have you read any... Like, what's the most recent Stephen King book you've read? Have you read any of the new ones? Like, no. I read some of his short stories that were in some collection, and I cannot remember anything. About I read him. the time travel one about 
John Kennedy. Uh, 63. Yeah. And I think that's the most recent one I've I read. I hear that it's was, the, that that's the one, one really that's really good. I, I hear that's one of his on... best written stories. It was it's a really good one. It kind of it's kind of a throwback to the the sort of eighties style. I read his short stories, the one with Shawshank Redemption in it, and yeah. those were actually better written than that, that's, that's the first Stephen King book I ever read was the Four Seasons. I think yeah, that one is seasons. actually his those are some of his better like just his better writing. And I think one thing about Stephen King is like he's written about writing and he talks about how he forces himself to write, you know, even I read that book. I read his like, on, writing. on writing. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty I thought uh, it was really interesting. Yeah, I think that was one of the more interesting things he's written too. And I actually I really admire Stephen King in general. Like I don't necessarily think I would he's not a very naturalistic dialogue writer and no. he has pretty hacky kind of like They're characters. great books to read on long plane trips. Yeah, it's simple. I think the perfect age to read Stephen King is 15. Yeah. And and you just you just love everything about it cuz you're not even thinking about how it's written. Yeah, the characters are just relatable and they're very like you just I don't know. I like Stephen King. I mean, so talk, like that kind of makes me think about like what books kind of got you into reading if you're a reader and like and do you remember like what book that kind of like sealed the deal for you and saying like I'm I fucking love reading now because I I went I didn't love reading until I was like in high school really oh really yeah I didn't like no I was a huge reader as even as a little I, kid I kind of read a little bit when I was like eight and nine and but then I kind of stopped because I got into video games and mm. then I kind of put it down and then. Dragonlance. Yeah, Dragonlance kind of. That's what did it for me. Yeah, Dragonlance did it for me too. Mine was Ender's Game. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I read Ender's Game at a very uh, impressionable age, like, where like twelve. I'm a. I no, like young, way younger than oh, that. Oh wow. Okay. Like I'm an over intelligent loner weirdo too. Like yeah. Ender's Game is one of those books that if you read it, you can really strongly identify with the main character. Right. Like. So I was way into that book. I read that book. I probably read that book. I have to ask you. I've probably read that book more times than I've read any other book. Yeah. Because I read it so many times as a kid, huh. just over and over again. I can really, I can rarely read a book more than once because I, I feel like I just did not. I would just check it out of the library over, like every time we would go to the library, I would just check out Ender's Game again. Yeah. My mom was like, you've read, you've checked this book out 12 times. I'm like. I Did you read, read uh, the f- all the? I assume you read all of them. I have not read all of them because there are a lot of them. Yeah. But I read the, I read several of them, oh, and they're those are good too. Yeah. They're not quite as good as Ender's Game because Ender's Game is more of a sort of self-contained story. Yeah, the sequels kind of go off in all kinds of in weird a directions. But direction. well, the, but, there's really like the first four are the the Ender story. The end. Right? Those are the good ones. Yeah. Like after that, when he goes into yeah, like, Ender's Shadow, is Beans kind of, history and yeah. all that stuff. I honestly thought the Beans story, Ender Shadow, ruined it for me because it made it it made it not about Ender. Right. Being, it made it like oh, it was and, actually Bean manipulating Vince all along yeah, behind the scenes. And he's <laughs> like a, he's like a toddler and right. he's like controlling street gangs because he's so smart. Yeah. I was like. That's yeah, that, that one is that's where I stopped too. Yeah, then I was like, well, you just ruined <laughs> I read that game. one and I was like, nah, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Also, it became more known to me, although I always knew he was a Mormon, but it became more more I became more aware of like Orson Scott. his problematic personal, yeah. you know, beliefs. Views, yeah. So that kind of turned me off to the whole thing too. I still have a lot of affection for Ender's Game, yeah, but it was, it's one of my favorite books. But so. it's uh 
it's problematic. It's one of those books that it's problematic to be a fan of because he's such a bad person. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I loved Ender's game and I actually like some of the later books cause they're so different. And it's like anthropological. Speaking of the Dead is a great book. Yeah. Like, Speaking of the Dead is like, fantastic. Anyway, Sean, uh, any books that got I, you? In- you know, I'm not much of a reader. That's uh, why we love you. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I loved, I love uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. That was that's one my, of that's my book. That is my Bible. Yep. Always will be. I did. Did you? I, I mean, you probably hear. I've read this recently that the whole concept of 42, why that's the answer yeah. to life, the universe and everything. Yeah. No, you, you've read this recently, Matt? No, I'm waiting. Oh. I'm, I mean, go on. The, somebody said that 42, uh, it was in binary. If you write it out in binary, in code, then it actually comes back into, I believe, I, then we, you, this can be a corrections corner. You can look it up. It, oh, I it, will. It means be you. Mm. So the whole point was that you be yourself. To be to, to, the the true the finding purpose life the of purpose the of life the universe and everything is be you. There you huh. go. It's something like that. Like there's actually like he the the whole the reason why it's forty two, and it has to do with binary and computer science coding. Wow, uh-huh. what a profound thing to think about as we leave you. Uh, yeah, fiftieth episode. Of I Warp. can't think of anything else. Well, I, I just think it's like uh, I mean that that, that real hey, thing. look, it's the only book I've really read. So really give me, you no, know, amazing, I can't yeah. I can't talk about literature like you guys. Yeah, I'm sorry. So wait, I don't know if you call, your answer for both of you was Dragonlance. We got I got into Dragonlance at a very and I think at I just mean they a, were I re- I read you whatever read my was co- around yeah and that was my copies of Dragonlance yeah and then like I read. Copies of all the Ender Saga, and yeah. then yeah. I, the thing I read on my own. I mean, I read a lot of things, but that I really dived into on my own was Star Wars novellas. And yeah, novels. I read a lot of Star Trek books. I read yeah. a lot. I read the Star the 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 what was his name? Zon. The Zon trilogy. Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, I read those, those. I read those. Those were good. Um, I I read some Stephen King. I read the different seasons. I read Gerald's Game. Uh huh. Dolores yeah. Claiborne. Yep. I read those because I like the 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 what were those the uh, the eclipse series? Yeah. yeah, they were all sort of connected to each other. And have you guys ever read Dean Koontz, the the, the poor man's? Oh, King? I gotta <laughs> ask you. Okay, the stairway. Who's the guy? The what's his name? James Patterson. And he's an author. Yes, he writes kids' books. No, 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 not that Patterson. That's not that no, James Patterson? No, okay. No. <laughs> my kid that... reads a bunch of James Patterson books. No, no. My and kid... I was going, I'm going, is that the James Patterson no, that's in the guy? I might have the first name wrong. It's it's Patterson, but he only wrote like some books like 20, 15 years, 20 years ago. Like okay. They were like right. Vietnam stories and stuff like that. Not James Patterson, who has like a franchise of ghostwriters. Yeah, that... he doesn't write his own books yeah. anyway. Well, whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I just know that... My kid reads a bunch of books that have James Patterson as Oh, yeah. He's, he's got a franchise of books at, like, Middle School and Boring yeah. Bart. Okay, and, all yeah. right. My well, kids read those. I um, thought you had said the guy's name was James Patterson. And it might so, be, uh, like, something I, else, Patter, Patter, okay. Peterson or Patterson. I forget what it is, but he it's not that guy. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, those are some good books to have around and start us on our pathway to reading and now never reading. Pathway to nerdery. Yeah. (laughs) I read a lot of Philip Dick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Philip K. Dick. Yep. Who doesn't love Dick? 
Are we uh, really? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, I always, I so always thought of all. Does Aaron? Aaron, do you love? I, uh, you're, Dick? Anyone, you're read Philip Ubik. K, Philip K. Dick. I have read Ubik way back when. <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything about it. I think but that I would I make it. that's that's one of the few, I've read that several times. That's one of the few books I've actually read more than once. I like the shorter ones that are less like abstract and weird. You know, that are more just like a story. Time out of joint is a good one. What's up? So famous. I mean. I don't know that I've read his stuff, but I feel like he's like in the top. Time Out of Joint is basically like the Truman Show, sort of. Like it's about a guy mm-hmm. who thinks that he's living in like 1950s suburban America, and he every day he fills out a puzzle that shows up in the newspaper every day, and that's how he makes his. He's like he's famous in the world that he lives in for always winning. The puzzle and and winning and there's a money prize that comes from winning the puzzle. So he's sort of Ken Jennings, you know, like he's famous for always winning. And but then it turns out that it's all a constructed reality, and mm. it's actually set. In, he's actually living in the future, and the puzzles that he solves every every day are, are like code are like he's like code breaking for a war against space aliens. Hell but yeah. he had like a nervous breakdown, so they built this reality for him so that he could continue to do his work, but not really know. I'd like to be accommodated like that in my workplace. Yeah. That, that seems like it's my a cool kind of life. <laughs> I That's would really sign up for Matri- that. You know, it's like sort I of like the it. Matrixy yeah. kind of. How disappointing would it be to you know that that's what's, what's, the, that, what's, what's that going on called? right now? Time, Time out, out of joint. joint, and that's a, I know, and I've that's heard a of that. Philip K. Dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's an early, isn't it? It's an early one. Yeah. Well, the phrase "time out of joint" is from Shakespeare, yeah. but the book okay. is named after the quote. Um, recommendation corner. Anybody have any I, recommendations I, for the week? I really have to say, I highly recommend watching the last season of South Park. Okay. It's yeah. an amazing season. The whole season. It's only 10 episodes. It doesn't take long to binge so watch So South it. Park's over? No, I'm just saying this the last season. The latest season. season. Oh, most, the okay. most recent The most recent season. I got worried. It is <clears throat> the best season in years. It's really, really good. I haven't watched South Park in a I'm, million I'm years. I promise you. Since Scott Baio gave you pink eye. It's worth <laughs> watching. Yeah. This season is amazing. The way cool. they constructed the whole season, it's really well done. Cool. Is it like, are they doing more of the serial thing where no, it ties together? It was, it was very episodic. Each episode is standalone. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the whole season, all of the individual episodes were used in the final season, the final episode. Yeah. Clip show. It was really cool. Cool. Well, that's interesting. I would never, if you hadn't said that, it would never have even occurred to me to watch a modern on, day South Park. I don't know if you've got Hulu, but it's the same it's way on that Hulu. I don't watch modern day Simpsons. It's not, you know. Yeah. I'm sure it's I fine. I haven't watched a Simpsons episode in 15 years. I keep hearing it's still fine, it's but fine. I. It's fine. I watch it. I still watch Simpsons. But it's like. Like every week you watch it? I watch it every week. Yeah. Cool. There you go. You might it, be the only person I know I, who's I, still actively I, watching The Simpsons. I don't doubt that. It's still one of Fox's highest rated shows, so apparently. It, it I mean, going. great. That's it's I'm not, not. I'm not it's, bagging on it. I'm just not, saying I don't watch it anymore. It's it, not as good as it has sure. been, but it's still it's better hard. than a lot of stuff yeah, on television. Exactly. Yeah. I was telling Stan last night when we were at the '80s retro. Not last night. Sorry, back in January. <laughs> <laughs> Star <laughs> Day. When we were at the '80s concert. <laughs> Um, 
I can't hear I Want Candy without thinking of the Simpsons episode where they have the variety yes. show. Yes. yes. Yeah. And they and well, they recast Lisa. Yeah. And Smithers sings Whip, whip It. it. Yeah. Licorice yeah. Whip. I always think about that. Great. <laughs> like, you can't hear the real song now yeah. without thinking I of the want Simpsons. Candy. What about the people in Africa? <laughs> yeah. Mark is trying to tell them they shouldn't be eating so much candy. Nice. Anyway, great great recommendation, Sean. I would not have thought of that. Um, let's see. What do I have? A re- recommendations. What am I reading right now? I am painfully slogging through, and not because it's not good. I'm Darkest Hour, which is fantastic. I just I only read it when I take baths. Oh, oh I was going <laughs> to say something else. <laughs> oh, about about like Winston Churchill. Yeah, that's a World War II book. Right? Yeah, it's about so you Winston. sit and relax in the tub and read about, with, World, and War read about World War II. Hey, that's II. what Winston that's Churchill, Winston Churchill did. did. He oh. like he was a big tub guy and he yeah. would dictate. And I'm yeah. And didn't I, you see the movie, Sean? And, and that's what in the uh, tub all the time. <laughs> And that's when uh, Aaron walks in on him jerking off. Yeah, uh, it's all full circle moment. No, I do full circles when I jerk off. Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill was famous for like porpoising around in a tub, and he would like (laughs) splash water out and make like like secretaries wait outside the door while he would. Did you see Darkest Hours? I haven't. I did not. I haven't even seen it. There's a scene in the movie where he does that exact thing. Oh, does he? Yeah, Uh, I got. He hires. They do it in the Crown too. I mean, I think it's a known thing. He hires a new. There's like a new girl who's been hired to be his one of his new secretaries and he he's in the bath and she has to sit outside and like read his correspondence yeah i like shit. it i like it's, that power it's one of the few <laughs> it's one of the few moments in that movie i enjoyed because it was the only moment of like levity, levity. lightheartedness or like actual character development because the rest of it is just Winston Churchill being right all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, and <laughs> he was not really known for being right. So it's just kind of interesting. In that, because it's specifically just about that Dunkirk rescue. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. It's, it's funny that those movies came out in the same year because they're about the exact same incident. Same just told period from of time, different, yeah. you know, Dunkirk's told about from the fighter's perspective, and Darkest Hour is all about what Churchill was doing back at home. And anyway. Yeah. So that. I like that. You're reading so, the book so, that that movie was based. Yeah, on. Yeah, and I haven't seen the movie, so I'm saving that for when I finish it. But uh, you're not. It's not. You can skip it. Yeah, <laughs> it was an Academy Award winning. It, it was, and he was fine. But you know, yeah. that that wasn't a, a makeup award. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I, I can see that. Um, and the other thing I'm into is uh, I'm kind of getting back into science in like re- like watching YouTube videos on science and physics and stuff like that. So. Uh-huh. I've been, Sort of through, like, my kids have been watching stuff, so I've been kind of like, you know, they're using my account, so all these videos are on my feed, and I started watching them, and now I'm like, holy shit. I I think about science the way I think about it when I went to college, which now is a zillion years ago, and I've like, oh, there's a lot, a lot of things have changed since mm-hmm. then, and like, just, you know, and there's a lot of YouTube videos that really explain, like, yeah. crazy physics concepts and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so... Uh-huh. Um, and I like I, four kids. Like yeah, it's sometimes it's videos. four kids, but it's more like just sort of neutral anybody, for anybody yeah. could use it. And, uh-huh, um, sure. and there's an experiment video that I watched and it's an experiment that took place in the 90s. It's called the quantum eraser experiment. And I just I would say people would look it up and it basically will call into question the whole your whole sort of appreciation of subject of reality as uh, having like a subjective it, it basically calls into question like uh, sub, uh, reality as being a uh, reality a has thing. a yeah it has a subjective layer so it's it's quite it's quite interesting where what is it called 
uh, the quantum eraser experiment. Quantum eraser. Basically, it it in the experiment, uh, the fact that you know something ends up changing the experimental results. So basically, the only thing that's different is the fact that you a, a person observes like the the results change the results retroactively. So you basically it undoes the the whole world of causality. So. It's it's a pretty fascinating mind bending experiment, and uh, I think it'll sort of prompt a lot of cool questions if you if you watch that. So okay, That's yeah, homework for everyone before yeah. next time we get right. together. Yeah. watch yeah. that video. Give us something to talk about. Yeah. I'm just watching. gonna watch more Quantum Leap episodes. Yeah, yeah, always a good option. Let's do that. It's very similar to let's Quantum watch Leap. That Sean, let's where... do a Quantum Leap podcast. Uh, all right, I'm on board. <laughs> let's piggyback it. I don't have to watch those episodes. I know those episodes. Uh, join us next time for Leap. <laughs> do, you, do you guys watch? Do you guys? Does anybody watch Doctor Who? Is anybody watching the new Doctor Who? No, no. no. This no. is kind of a, oh, this is off topic, but it's recommendation corner, so who cares? Uh, they did an episode where they went back and and met Rosa Parks this this season. Cool. And it was such a quantum leap episode. It was, I the whole time I was watching, I was like, this is, feels like Doctor Who just decided they wanted to do a quantum leap episode. It's good because it was. It was it was great episode, but it was so reminded me of yeah, Quantum yeah. Leap. You know, like it had a little message about racial tolerance sure. and like you know, you know who's in like the exactly Quantum the kind of episode where like Sam would leap back into yeah. the body of an b- old black man yeah. in Mississippi and like, yeah. had to learn that and racism that, was bad. That <laughs> definitely happened. <laughs> he left. He leapt back into the yeah, body of the bus driver. Game. Yeah, it went. That, that takes place in Chicago. The pool really? game. There's the one where he leaps into the old man. It's like Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where he leaps into the old black man who. I only remember that because it's in the credit. It's in the opening credits. We watched. Uh, we watched one yesterday with our six year old, and he loves it. Uh, and he loves it. What, what episode? Which one did you watch? Oh. The one where he plays. Oh, go ahead. Never. He. <laughs> <laughs> well, we watched the one where he goes into an actor who is uh, oh, Don Quixote. Yep, Don Quixote. Yeah. He plays the. Where he plays that one's in the opening credit sequence too. And he but meets that one was funny because it was a lot more about a love story. That one's so got. A, uh, I thought it was going to be more like it's a play we're putting on, and then it's like a lot. He's like hot for his piano teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one's about. I knew her. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's all about him. Ooh, was, I get but, to bang it, the hot. Piano teacher, yeah. I had a thing for when I was twelve. Yeah, oh, he knew cool. her in his own yeah. previous yeah. earlier. He had a, like yeah. a puppy love crush on her. I and, see. And the, but she is his the person that he leaps into. They are a couple. Yeah. Oh, so he leaps into his old teacher's boyfriend. Yes. Right. Gotcha. Yes. Great quantum yeah. leap. I'm all up. I'm all for quantum uh, leap. I, I would be so down for leaped. All right. Leaped. From the craters of warp. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. Aaron, recommendations. I gotta. I gotta leave again. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jake, I'm here on borrowed time. Yeah. Um, Any recommendations? No, for the nothing week? in particular. I have two real quick. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And then we can wrap this up. Uh, Isle of Dogs. Oh, oh I want to see. I've just seen that. I, I want to see. I that. see HBO has it. Yeah. It's uh, it's great. If you're a Wes Anderson guy, and I am, uh, it's it's. You'll love it. Okay. It's got all of his usual great stuff in it. It's terrific. Bill Murray's in it. Jeff Goldblum's in it. They're all playing dogs. It's hilarious. It's weird. It's set in Japan in the future, so like half of the dialogue is in Japanese. Like It's just great. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird, and only Wes Anderson would ever make a movie like it, and 
it's amazing that they give him money to make these bizarre stop motion animated films, but people keep giving him money to do it. And I love God it. bless them because they're terrific. Yeah. Something um, different. Yeah. So Isle of Dogs, highly recommend. Two thumbs up. And uh, my favorite television show is back on the air. It's called Worst Cooks in America. It's on the Food <laughs> Channel. <laughs> I've been watching that. You guys watch food? You guys, yeah, anybody watch, watch Worst Cooks in America? Yep. It is great. <laughs> it is so dumb but yeah. i fucking yeah love it. it's a dumb show but like, it's like where I do they find that, these people i love that blonde lesbian who's the main chat the main coach and tyler florence is like kind of a douchey bro and like they're just it's hilarious and they find these dumb idiot incompetent yeah people to be in the kitchen is, is it a competition show it's a competition show so they find they have like 15 people or 14 people who are Terrible, terrible cooks. And they divide them into two teams. So Anne Burrell, who's like a famous Food Network personality. She okay. knows a bunch Chef, of shit. Yeah. She's one, she coaches one of the teams, and the other, Tyler Florence coaches the other one of the teams. And it's against the two of them. The two of them Compete. are competing against each other to see who can improve their the, the bad chefs uh, the most. And then there's a prize at the end for the winner, of course. But it's more about the rivalry between the two coaches and who is going to get bragging rights that their that their person won. Cool. Um, but anyway, it's just it's so funny, it's so stupid. I just really enjoy it. <laughs> Highly recommend the worst cooks in America. All right, Food Network. That's awesome. There that's, you go. And I think that's it. Jacob, where can people find us on the internet? www.patreon.com forward slash warped for all our links and juicy content. Did you want to mention and our, cat pictures? Did you want to mention our new Patreon? Oh, yeah. Who's our Patreon of the month? Yeah. We have uh, John yeah. Loggerholm from the great state of Florida. All right. Thank you, John. We drink to you. We drink to you. We drink to you. You are a scholar and a gentleman and a man of refined taste. And you still listen to the show. <laughs> Until next week. Thank you all for listening. My name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. Lee. And special guest star Aaron. <laughs> Good night. Nice. Good night. Good night.